that was my fault. All right, guys. All right, guys. You are tuned to the Dope Girls Great Podcast. I am your host, Kamisha H. Guys, I'm so excited about tonight. Listen, the Lord is doing something different totally on tonight. I see you guys. As you guys are tuning in, I just need you to comment in the comment sections. Let us know where you are tuning in from, guys. I'm excited about tonight. Seriously, I know God is going to do something on tonight because he's literally doing something different um, on this segment. And so I am so excited. Hey, Tim, we miss you so much. And we did not fire our host, our co-host, Nasser and Timothy Dickerson, the prophet. Um, we let the guys rest on tonight um, because the Lord wanted to do something different on tonight and so literally we move by the holy spirit so when the holy spirit adjusts changes whatever because it's his vision is not ours we literally just go with the flow hey bella from miami how are you kelly from the netherlands how are you sabria how are you how are you santrell how are you um shantia how are you saida how are you how are you Listen, guys, continue to tag and share this live. We need you to tag and share. Listen, if you're tuning in right now, I need you to tag and share, tag and share. Shakina, how are you? How are you? Nicole Gordon, how are you? Blessings, blessings. Nasir, our other co-host, how are you? We miss you guys. We miss you. Um, how are you? How are you? Listen, again, tag and share this live on tonight. You need to tag a prophet. You need to tag a lady, a female a woman, a sister, I don't care. Tag them, tag them on tonight because God wants to do something. Gladys, how are you from Maryland? How are you? God wants to do something and I'm excited about tonight. So listen, we're going to open up with prayer. Guys, continue to tag and share as we are going forth and we're going to just dive right in. So Father, we thank you. We love you. Father, we honor you and we magnify you. Father, we adore you. We lift you up. Father, we reverence your holy name. Father, you are Adonai, your Elohim, your El Shaddai, your El Kaddish. Father, you are Yahweh and we thank you for your son, Jesus, Yeshua. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit, Father, that you said in your word when two or three are gathered in the midst and so here are you. And so, Father, we invite in your Holy Spirit on tonight, Father, we ask you to open up the portals of heaven, Father, to release the downloads of what it is that you want to release on tonight, Father. Father, we canceled every demonic assignment that was sent out on tonight, Father. Every demonic worker, every demonic invocation, supplication, pronunciation, every incantation, every satanic roadblock, Father, we cancel it, we break it, we bind it, we arrest it, we overturn it right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, you said your word that every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned. And so, Father, we shut the mouth of every naysayer on tonight, right now, in the name of Jesus, every witchcraft assignment, Father, that they set out against us on tonight, Father, we scatter it by fire right now in the name of Jesus. Every line that they have attached to this lie, Father, we send fire to the line right now. Every line that they are using for tractor geographical movement, Father, we send fire. Every back line that they are using for formation and for movement, Father, we send fire to the line right now in the name of Jesus. Every witch that is actual projecting in the realm of the spirit. Father, we cut the cord right now in the name of Jesus and we lock them out of their bodies. Every satanic altar that they have set up against us, Father, we lift our names in our pictures right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I release your angels to go in the airways right now. Father, send this podcast in the wind to the people that is supposed to be here all tonight, Father. Even the ones sleeping, Father, wake them up right now in the name of 
tonight, Father, because it's all about you, Jesus. It was always about you, and it's you that shall get the glory out of this. And it's only in Jesus' name that we pray, and we soak, and we saturate, and we seal this prayer under the blood, and it cannot be reversed. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Whew, listen. Ah, I feel God. I feel God already. I feel God. Listen, if you guys are just tuning in, we need you to tag and share. Tag and share. Shabria, thank you for tagging and share. Shakina, we see you. We see you. We see you. Yes, 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 guys. Tag and share this live on tonight. So listen, I'm going to let the ladies introduce themselves. Taylor will be coming on. She'll be coming on a little bit later. She's wrapping up from another assignment, and then we'll bring her in um, as soon as she pops up. So I'm going to go ahead. We'll start at the top. And um, we'll start with you first. Um, why well, didn't forget your name really, really fast? Samantha. Samantha, <laughs> thank Samantha. you. Samantha, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm like in another place right now. Samantha, <laughs> go ahead, introduce yourself, and then we're going to go ahead to Yolanda. And then, guys, we want to just dive right in. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Okay. Hey, you guys. Um, my name is Samantha D. Liberal. I am known as the friendship enthusiast, but I am a prophet of God primarily. Um, basically, my ministry is about uh, building better friendships, enlightening and cultivating and unifying women, but not just getting friendships just to have them, but truly having divine partnership and covenant relationships the way that God has desired it. So that is my passion. It was my passion before I I was saved and it's my passion even more so now that I know Jesus Christ <laughs> and I'm happy 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 to be here yes ma'am thank you so 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 much um for coming in especially on short notice I, I sent her a message I said listen the Lord literally just released a download um I, I need to know if you are free and she literally responded <laughs> accordingly and she came on tonight all of these women actually so this was really spirit led because everybody just it wasn't a coincidence but just so happened everybody was in position and ready go ahead Yolanda yes uh, well I am definitely excited to be here excited that you know the Lord kind of shifted schedules tonight <laughs> and assigned us all to be on and so I'm definitely looking forward to that um, I am a, a coach a pastor an author I love assisting people in coming out of caves and really just discovering their gifts uh, demonstrating them fully operating in them and most recently, um, just really helping people to discover their voice and define their stories uh, through the script suite. And so I am so excited uh, to be here and to just see what the Lord is up to. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Definitely. So thank you, ladies, so much again, um, seriously, for saying yes to the Father, because I always tell people, is not to us, but it's really to the Father. The Lord picked mm -hmm. you guys specifically. Um, he highlighted you guys literally to come on here on tonight to share. So I'm excited about what it is that God's going to do. So let's go ahead and just dive right in. Um, we're already 10 minutes in, guys. If, again, you are tuning in, we need you to tag and share on tonight. Tag another lady. Tag and share on tonight. I know it's summertime. And the one thing that I have found with the body of Christ, um, literally, it's in the summer, we take breaks off of God. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Um, in the summertime, we take breaks 
off of God, like, you know, and to be a kingdom citizen, right? Because I won't just say so much of a Christian because everybody that's a, a Christian, because honestly, if you want to break down a Christian, it, it, this is something that the world has placed a label on how they label um, Christ followers. And I get it because we are Christ followers. And so they made it into a system and they said a Christian, but really we are kingdom citizens. Mm -hmm. And honestly, we are in a time seriously where the Lord is actually doing the separation between the citizens and the Christians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's, he's, mm -hmm. he's doing a separation between the citizens, the kingdom citizens and the Christians, um, because it, it takes more to really be a part of the body of Christ. Right. And so a lot of us, sometimes we do the bare minimum when it comes to, you know, I know they say uh, the religion of Christianity. Right. Um, and so we do the bare minimum when it comes to Christianity. And I'm just going to be so honest because like, you know, when it's the winter times and stuff like that, you know, you find a lot of people. Right. They're in church. You know, they're, they're here. They're, and sometimes you don't because some people don't like the cold either. So depending on the season is how, how you kind of see the people. Let's just be honest. Um, but literally, I, I found that in the summer, a lot of times people take breaks. They take they take breaks. And I get it like, you, no, I don't get it. But I understand that sometimes like people are traveling. I'm not saying don't travel or anything. But if you're idolized and traveling to the point that it takes you away from God, you know, that there has to be some type of indicator that says, okay, or conviction. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Some type of conviction that says, okay, let me make sure that I'm balanced because nobody's not saying don't travel. Like you don't just sit in the house all day and don't do nothing. Like, of course we go outside. We have a life. We have things to do. I'm pretty sure these women are super busy, right? I'm super busy. But at the same time, even with your busyness, right, you still have to make time for the Father. If you're going to ascribe, come on, Christian, if you're mm -hmm. going to ascribe to who Christ is, come on, because that's the thing. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We ascribe to the religion, but we don't ascribe to who Christ is. Now, this is not even what I wanted to talk about, but this is the Holy Ghost. But we ascribe to the religion, but we don't ascribe to who Christ is. So we don't actually follow, follow the model. I, come on. We don't actually follow the model, right? Because literally, yeah. if we were following the model, there's no grace even in ministry. Mm -hmm. Come on now, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. You have some times where you do have to rest, right? I rest, you know, in between assignments because that's how you build up your endurance. You build up your momentum so you don't die. So we're not saying, you know, don't rest or anything and, and stuff of that nature. But I've I found with the body of Christ, like even with um, social media, when it comes to um, lives and different things and stuff like that, a lot of people, they take a break from who they're supposed to be following. And people are trying to figure out why they are not seeing results. And it's because you're not putting in the work. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not, you can't just like decide. It's like a job, right? If we were actually, like, if we decided to go to work and we felt like it, we wouldn't really get a good paycheck, right? You would get the mm -hmm. bare minimum. Mm -hmm. But a person that actually does the, the 40 hours or the 80 hours every two weeks, and then they decide to put in the overtime, this is why they actually see more. I'm yeah. going somewhere. Mm -hmm. This is why they mm -hmm. actually see more because of the time that they put in. And so I had to say it because we have to get better in the body of Christ of not doing the bare minimum. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And this is why our mindset has to change from, okay, I'm a Christian. That's cool. But that's the world system to I'm a kingdom citizen because <clears throat> to be a kingdom citizen, it requires more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It requires yeah. more. Yeah. It, it requires it, more to keep a kingdom running. It requires more. Like think about it and I'm moving on, but it's the Holy Ghost, but think about it to run an actual kingdom. Mm -hmm. Like if you think about a palace and, 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 and all of the people that is needed to actually work the palace, right? Mm -hmm. You have um, the guards, right? You got the doorkeepers, you got the maids, you got the servants, you got the chefs, you got all of these people that's assigned to this one kingdom. Yeah. For this one king. Mm -hmm. Come on, Holy Ghost, I hear you so good. Mm -hmm. For this one king, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. of the capacity a palace is huge. It has a big capacity. And watch mm -hmm. this. A palace holds a lot of people. It mm -hmm. holds a lot of things. But it takes work to keep the palace running. That's why you see like a lot of vacant palaces and, and mm -hmm. stuff like that where mm -hmm. there's nothing and nobody in there. Because you know why? Mm -hmm. There's nobody there to occupy the space. Listen, right. I'm moving forward. Listen, I, <laughs> and, I, I, listen, I, want, I want to go ahead and just add to that because as you were speaking all i heard was and this is going to be a pow pow for all of us I'm, i ain't just speaking i'm not speaking to you but i'm speaking with you right we literally just went through a time and space where the world stopped and we had a, a chance specifically to recalibrate mm -hmm. and really come from that place where you're you like you said subscribing to the religion instead of i would say subscribing to the relationship with christ because this was a time where we were supposed to come from religion to having that relationship so you can actually see the 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 holes in the area of that relationship so you can put the effort in and i think what we did was we pouted we complained about how we couldn't travel anymore we complained about how we couldn't get our nails done anymore how we couldn't do this anymore some of us all lost our jobs some of us lost you know some family members and i get it it's tough we went through something but if we if we sit here and we read the story of job and we read all these these um different trials and tribulations that take place in the bible and it's actually happening to us but we're actually living better if you really think about it we're really graced why have why are we now in 2021 still talking about a mindset change when we just went through almost two years of staying put to hear the voice of god my god come on why haven't we transitioned yet to understand yes this is a palace and everybody has to play their part why are we still leaving the palace still desiring to go out and go out and go out and do these things and not necessarily come together as the body of christ Jesus. We had the chance to recalibrate. We right. had the time to sit down and pray in that prayer closet. We had that time to fast. We had that time to be naked. We had the time to go before the Lord, lay it down, and we have not. And we really, some of us ought to be ashamed. Some, you know, <laughs> hired more than others, but nobody's perfect. You know, I've had a few days, of course, I daydream about going on another girl's trip. I daydream about doing all this stuff, but I have to remember, I constantly have to wake up every day and say, make time for the Lord, make yeah. time for God, make time to hear him. Because let me tell you, the worst thing you want to do is have yourself in a position where you didn't create the time, but he has to use your situation and your circumstances in order to get your attention to create the time. You shouldn't have to lose that job in order to say, okay, let me go pray for God. You shouldn't have to lose that relationship or lose a family member or lose a friend. Come on, because that was me losing friends left and right. Because why? I was having so much fun with the friends. 
that I didn't take the time out to really build and, 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 and sustain that relationship that I had with Christ. So he will yeah. show you. You don't want him to use your circumstances. So we really got to get back to the reality of things. When are we going to really start putting things in order and putting the kingdom first? Come on. Yes. Come on. That's so good. No, I mean, I just loved just using that word capacity that you were talking about with the palace. I think capacity yeah. is the key because how can I prepare to become anything that I don't have the capacity for? I have to have this type of capacity so that I can be in a place uh, to receive everything that God has for me, especially uh, my assignment. You know, I have to make room for God to uh, fully allow me to operate in the places and the spaces that I need to. And you're absolutely right. Just even going back to that description of a palace, you think about Joseph, like he did not have a background, uh, education, any type type of experience, any type of master class, any type of telling you. <laughs> that could possibly prepare him for such an assignment to take care of an entire palace, an entire empire, an entire country, but he had to manage the process and he had to create capacity. Let me tell you something. You are not fit to be blessed if you cannot manage the process. I'm you telling you. are not in a place where God can truly fully use you as he would have to if you do not know how to manage these particular seasons of your life and it starts with capacity like you said it starts with friends it starts with those in our environment i say this all the time people that have difficulty managing the seasons in their life they usually have difficulty managing the seats in their life they don't where to place people in their life. They don't know how to prioritize the, the events of their life or the, the jobs or the opportunities, the doors that open in their life. We have to learn how to manage the process. And this is all a part of our capacity. Mm -hmm. And can I just say that literally that in the pit, that's where Joseph got his training. Okay. Come on, come on. That's where Joseph got his training. And because literally he was Come positioned on. in the pit when it was time, he was called. Yeah. Right. Even though, watch this, he was trying to get out. Come on, because mm -hmm. I'm going somewhere. Because he was trying to get out. He was asking the guy, you know, make sure you remember me. Make sure you mm. remember me. Mm. Right. Mm. And when he got out, the guy at first, the servant, the butler, we're talking about people that works in the palace. He did not remember him right away. Mm -hmm. But watch this. He remembered him at the appointed time. Yeah. Come on. He Come remembered on. him at the appointed time. And that's why literally if we stay in, oh my God, if we actually stay in, stay in position, stay on our assignment to do what it is that we need to do in the palace, when it's time, the king will call us. Come yeah. On. And the king is Jesus. The mm -hmm. king will call us. But the problem is when you were talking about the process, a lot of people don't know how to endure. No. And this is why mm -hmm. a lot of people can't stay in position because mm -hmm. they don't know how to endure the process. Yeah. But in the pit, can I tell you, that's where you get your endurance. That's how yeah. you build up your endurance. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. literally, and that's what ministry it really takes because we're going to go into the persecution of the prophet. But that's what literally is, is what's needed in the root. Honestly, the catalyst of a successful ministry is endurance. Mm-hmm. Right, because mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. to build up your endurance, and every time that you shift in seasons, literally, your it has to be a new endurance. Because yeah. what you endured in that season, right, mm-hmm. you huh, you're going to need a Come new on. endurance to be able to, to to endure what's happening in this next season. Because watch yeah. this, it's stronger than the last time. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. The Come persecution on. is different because that's what we're going to talk about tonight. The persecution of the prophet right and we're talking about it from a woman's perspective so this is ladies night ladies night because yes, women, sometimes we endure a little different yeah. persecution than the men and it, it has nothing to do with like a gender thing like oh women in ministry we're, we're not coming from that angle but there's a, a different level of endurance that women have to endure when it comes to persecution and so before we even kind of talk about the endurance from a woman perspective i want to talk about like how did you guys deal with persecution as it pertained to your call because you you said joseph so we're gonna stay right there we're gonna stay yeah. right there so how like did you deal with persecution literally like as it pertains to like from you being called like when the lord first mm-hmm. called you and going into ministry and going into your assignment how did you deal with that what were some things without being too detailistic that you had mm-hmm. to go through Oh, I'll go first <laughs> because this is so timely. Um, This is so on time. And I even I'm pretty sure I have a friend in a comment that will be like, she's telling the truth. So literally, it as soon as I said yes, the enemy came for my life. Literally, like almost lost my life, almost died at the people DMV. I don't know what happened, but I knew it was a, a, an attack of the enemy. And I just remember seeing spirits walking around over the people in the DMV. And I'm not trying to scare anybody on this live, but I'm going to keep it a hundred with you guys tonight. So, <laughs> so literally saw the spirits and I, I literally heard the voice of God, you know, tell me, would you give your last breath to save these people? And I said, yes. So ever since I said yes, things started to happen. My relationships were tested. And it's very important that as a prophet, a woman, you know, yes, we have these biblical examples and they're all men and we got all those things that challenge us. But as a woman, you really need to identify what it is that God, the type of calling and anointing that God has in your life. And you need to stick to it and you need to to believe in it. I don't care how different it is. I don't care if it's never been done before. I don't care if you've never heard of it. Whatever that gift is, you need to develop it and trust in God because literally God had to show me through my process um, um, that he was there. And it don't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter how cute my ministry looks. It doesn't matter how 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 much I say, hey, friend, there is, there is something deeper than that. And I literally went through a trial of persecution and you know from my own sisters from people that i was uh you know praying with and people that i was in uh the the on the same journey with and you would think that sometimes when we fall in the pit other people might be falling in the pit as well but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're with you in your in your pit so i had to realize that so many things was going on and so many things were changing that I had to get to a place where I had to change my perspective. And I actually wrote a a status about this today. So I know Holy Spirit was setting up this meeting tonight Mm -hmm. where I said that we need to take the pain and use the pain to propel ourselves because it's in the pit 
it's the change of your perspective in the pit that you will get to the palace. I literally wrote that today as a status on Facebook. And, and it's really about your perspective of the pain. And I love that we're talking about Joseph because I literally had an encounter about, oh, I want to say two weeks ago, I was in Atlanta where I received the call from someone who I would consider one of the people, uh, oppressors or one of the people that had, uh, had persecuted me in the mm -hmm. past almost a year ago i received a random call of you know just reconciliation you know mm -hmm. and just saying you know I, I love you at the end of the day we're a body of christ and this is another woman heard the voice of god this is not someone that i was in connections with this is not someone i was texting or anything like that but this is someone who says they're a prophet of god and they hear the voice of god and this is how you know when you're dealing with the true voices of god that at some point they're gonna have a level of conviction for what it is that's happening. And this yeah. young lady calls me after I literally went through a, a, a shifting of my life and calls me about two weeks ago to, to pretty much make amends to the friendship, to pretty much make amends to our relationship and just kind of come together. And what it brought to my spirit as we were talking, we ended up praying and, and just really um, saying how much there was a, 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 an appreciation for the maturity. Because you have to be mature to endure the pain and what you're going through when you're in the pit. If you're not mature, you're going to cry. You're going to sit on your behind. You're going to whine all day. That's why you, you got to be mature. You have to have that capacity like Yolanda said, and pretty much she, uh, she, we were, we were uh, praying and I literally remember God reminding me about how Joseph, since we're talking about him, come on, I hear you, Holy Spirit, how Joseph did not, he didn't cry when, when he was in the pit. He didn't cry when he was sent to prison. He didn't cry after so many things had happened. He cried when his brothers came back. He wow. cried and he wept when his brothers came back, when it was time for, 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 for them to come back and they say, you know what? And he recognized, they recognized him and he recognized them. That is when he cried. Why? Because the Holy Spirit broke all of the pain, all of the things that he had been carrying because he said, you know what? I'm going to carry my cross. I'm going to endure this process, Lord. I'm going to trust you because I know one day you're going to give me a release. But when I release, it's not going to be a release from bitterness. It's not going to be a release because I'm upset. It's not going to be a release because I want revenge or I want to be selfish, but it's going to be a release of reconciliation. It's going to be a release of love. It's going to be a release of this was worth it. What I went through was worth it because I had to endure that. Yeah. And it's an understanding that Joseph, you, you got to have that character and that heart of understanding what that pain was for. I don't care what I've lost friend after friend after friend, 15 plus years, 10 plus years, one year, three years, Maybe a conversation. I don't know. But what I continue to tell myself is that no matter how much pain I go through, no matter what it looks like in the natural, I have to trust God and trust the process. Yeah. Because as women, God talks to me in shoes. I have dreams about shoes continuously. He will show me shoes and, and, and we're women. So let's talk about shoes because we love shoes. I will see the best shoes and, and he'll name the shoes in my dream. I'll, I've had Peter shoes. I know when I'm walking to a, a Peter season, I have Mo, I've had Moses shoes. I've had Timothy shoes. The Lord has literally, and when it was time to build, I had Nehemiah shoes. He would literally show me shoes. So I'm telling you women of all the prophets on here, identify how God speaks to you. Identify your anointing and what it is that you need to understand his language and i think that's why we had a whole year and a half to really talk to him to figure that out 
Because once you understand how God speaks to you, you will be completely sure when you hear him. And so me getting to this place and God changing my shoes constantly, changing my shoes, changing my shoes. I have this conversation, groundbreaking conversation from somebody who persecuted me, who called me a witch pretty much. Wow. And everybody know I ain't a witch. I'd be on here like, I'm like a whole witch. Come on now. But I received I received her and mm. I, I I literally had tears in my eyes. We, we 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 prayed and we were on the phone. I even had a friend in the background. She witnessed this. I didn't I didn't know the call was coming in, but wow. we had the conversation and it was groundbreaking. And I'm telling you, I am free from that. I never had any unforgiveness in my heart, but it's another thing when you know, you know in your hearts and your hearts of hearts that you have carried some things, you've kept some things in, some secrets, the thing that they did to you that 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 preacher did to you that pastor did to you that ex did to you that friend did to you you held on to it you held on to it because you said i'm going to trust you god whatever is going on i'm going to trust you and i'm going to give it to you i'm going to lay it at your feet just as you said i should because you already sent jesus to die on the cross for us so there's no reason for me to be you know praying all these other type of prayers that people be doing all these witchcraft prayers like you know let me pray what david said no that was that's pre us uh uh, uh, uh uh the lamb of god dying on the cross that's pre you can't pray like david you gotta change things are changing you gotta take into account how god is changing things and so i literally had a breakthrough with the persecution persecution so what i would say is trust God. Trust yeah. God in the process. Identify how he speaks to you so that you hear him cr clearly so that you don't find yourself red-handed and, and pretty much treating his people how they treated you because you don't want that. Yeah. 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 And you know, I want to say something really fast because you said a, a lot of golden nuggets um, <laughs> in such a short time. But that is, that is so serious because one thing that I found with women in ministry, um, which is kind of different from men, Women have a lot of like cattiness um, when it comes to the ministry of Christ, sadly, because it's not our ministry, but it's Christ's ministry. But for some reason, some people get these ideologies in their mind that it's theirs. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's not it's not ours. Like, you know, Dope Girls Pray belongs to the Father. It doesn't belong Absolutely. to Tanisha. Right. I'm just the vessel that the Lord assigned and chose to use. But watch this. If I mishandle it, God can send another. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. He can literally send another, give them the same name, right? Not consult me, right? Mm -hmm. Give them the same name and they can literally pick up the mantle of the assignment of Dope Girls Pray and they will get the movement and the wind behind it because watch this, the wind is in the hand of the father. It's not in the hand of Kanisha. Yeah. I tell people all the time, I have nothing for you, but what operates behind me and through me has everything. Absolutely. Right? Because Absolutely. literally we are just vessels. And that's one thing with women in the body of Christ. And I got to get on the women right now because it's it's not so much the men. Like men, they have like they all those things. But men, they don't really, because men are different than women. Like men not really like we could go to, say for instance, we were married. None of us are married. But if we were, I used to be married. Right? And we could go, and you probably was in a relationship before. And you could go to the guy and be like, yeah, because it's something in it. And he's like, they ain't even a big deal. We like, what? What do you mean? You should be mad at me, right? Yeah. Because of the fact that it matters to women, you know, we look at it as like it is a big deal. Like if this happened and I'm mad, you should be mad too, because yeah. that's just how we are. With guys, like they could just chalk it up like, oh, all right, my bad, bro, my bad, bro. And you know, and they move on with their mm -hmm. life where women will hold on it forever. 
Yeah. Right. And literally, can I tell you though that that holds you up in the spirit and in the natural? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And so literally, like when you were talking, um, I, I went through something very, very similar. Come on, we talking about persecution when I was coming into ministry. Um, and literally, um, I went through like the same thing. Um, of what you're what you just said and like we're talking about and sometimes what happens is too is can I say this friend right if you say this friend then that's what you're going to do because mm -hmm. it, it, it's literally like that's how it is sometimes with women and friends sometimes watch this when a friend is used to certain prophetic utterances being released to them and they've never heard it for you when it actually happens for them, what was supposed happens for you, what was supposed to happen for mm -hmm. them, mm -hmm. now you you become the enemy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. You become the enemy because watch this, they never heard mm -hmm. this for you. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. the, you you weren't anything, right? You were just a friend. But you was the excited friend. So when stuff was being prophesied, you excited. Yes, girl, yes. I knew what the Lord said. You know, we're like the biggest cheerleaders. But watch this. But when it's our turn, when the Lord summons us and he calls us, and the word now bounces to us, which was supposed to go to them, now you don't get that in return. Right? Mm. So what happens is sometimes, and I just want to say it with the women's family and the body of Christ, people get jealous. Mm -hmm. People Absolutely. get jealous. You know, when certain things, and it ain't just prophetic words, but even when certain things start to happen in people's lives, people will get jealous. Yeah. Right? And so what happens is, watch this, because I don't want to spend too much time on that, right? Because that's just a clear thing. We don't have to do a whole podcast on jealous friends. We don't, we don't <laughs> got to do it on that. I think <laughs> if you got that, that's just <laughs> But right. the, the moral of the story is, is that hold up. Because okay. literally, when you do have those moments of the clashing, and it, it turns into because somebody typed in DLC ungodly competition, and that's exactly what it is, and it's demonic. Mm -hmm. And it's demonic. Very. I'm gonna say it again because it's the Holy Ghost. It's demonic. Mm -hmm. It's demonic. Because mm -hmm. anytime, literally, that you are doing something and you're doing it only because somebody else that you know is doing something and you're doing it because of the fact of the matter, you want to look like, you know, that it's like you're like you're doing the same thing too. That's demonic because it is an ungodly competition. Yeah. You said something and I wrote it down. Stick to your blueprint, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Stick to, stick to your blueprint. So when you were talking about shoes, because the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit says some people have on the wrong side shoes. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yes, they do. have on the wrong size shoes mm -hmm. because when you were talking about the shoes and i'm going to go back to because i forget my thought when you were talking about the shoes it's, it's so true there are certain shoes that need to be worn in different seasons depending Absolutely. on the assignment mm -hmm. so whatever it is that you are doing right in that season that's the shoe that you should have on yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so sometimes what happens is we'll look over and be like, oh, girl, you got on red bottoms in this season. Oh, well, let me go get it. No, God said put on sneakers. Yeah. Come on. This is to run. And you'll miss literally watch this because he told he told um Noah, don't derail an inch mm. off of the assignment that I gave you. Don't listen. Yeah. Do you know how it sounds so little, but it's really that big to God? He said, don't derail an inch. Mm. Come on. An inch. Come on. An inch. 
Mm-hmm. An inch. Come on, I need y'all to type that in the comment. An inch. An inch. An inch. He said, don't derail an inch. Come on, this is good. Literally, because we're so busy looking at everybody else's shoes, we want to wear the shoes that they're wearing instead of the shoes that we have and not understanding that these shoes that we have on is going to get us to our next. God, I hear you so good. Come on. So good. Because your next shoe is going to be better than the shoes that you have. Hello. Come on. sister talk because i know my sister she just she she got a lot to say but let me let me just i just i heard this while you were speaking you said it in the beginning of very very beginning of the live live where you said we go through different seasons we endure one season and when we come out of the next come out of that season we got to endure the next season and the, the thing i kept hearing while you were talking about the shoes was about how is it ladies when we get a new pair of shoes they kind of tight right so we got to break them in we got to break them in and i just hear the lord saying that how can you wear somebody else's shoes that's not your size it's too big how are you going to break into what god is trying to have you break into sometimes you know we got that first wear we get that shoes we walk around in the house a little bit we like you know what we're going to break these things in because we got to get we got to get through it we got somewhere to go my feet cannot be hurting so at the end of the day when you're thinking and i like to make things very practical because this is how i remember god and remember 
remember the Holy Spirit is that when you're breaking into a new season, you got to wear a new pair of shoes. Understand that it might hurt a little. Understand that you're going to have to break through until it gets comfortable. Now, when it gets a little loose and it's a little too big, yeah, you, you might need a new pair and you're going to have to go through the cycle all over again. So we have to remember the breaking is part of the process. It's part of the process and your, your feet going to hurt, friend. Your feet's going to hurt you for a little bit, but you're understanding the pain because we just talked about Joseph and all the pairs of shoes he had to go through and, and what his breakthrough was. So it's important that as you're switching these seasons and you're switching these, switching these shoes and you get to a point where you can pick them out, you'll be so comfortable with the pain. You'll be so comfortable with the process and understanding how God operates that you won't be offended by how your feet feels in the process. Jesus. I'm going to let the line chime in, but I want to say really, really fast about that important part because we, we, we went the shoes, but we were talking about one thing, but that's God. But literally why it's important that you go back and you make amends because I was talking about you being held up. Yeah. And it will, it will hold you up. And, and, and can I tell you that offense is, is the biggest killer in the body of Christ than witchcraft? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because of offense. Yeah. Because they are offended. Right. And the thing is, mm -hmm. how you literally beat the enemy at his at his own game is you you make the decision to not be offended. Right. Right. Yeah. You make the decision to not be offended. And you had to shut the door to offense. And so sometimes some people they're held up in the spirit. Because as it is in heaven, so should it be on earth. So it happens in the spirit first. But they hold themselves up too in the natural because you have, come on, you haven't mm. forgiven first. Yeah. Come on. You got to sovereign that tie first in the spirit before it mm -hmm. can manifest into the natural. Come on, that's how prophetic utterances work. It's a revelation. It goes through a rim called time, right? But Absolutely. we have to press for the manifestation. So when the prophet releases the word, how the word comes to pass is not because the prophet said it. Sometimes some prophets have that weight. Samuel words mm -hmm. fall to a ground in the season. Come However, on. It's the it's on the receiver's end. It's your job to press for the manifestation. And so sometimes you gotta go back and say sorry. Mm -hmm. Watch this, yeah. even if you wasn't wrong. Yep. Because you don't want to be held up. Go ahead, Gamanda. Right. No, I mean, I completely agree. Uh, I would definitely say just in my experience with persecution, um, especially coming into ministry, uh, my persecution came in the form of disbelief just yeah. disbelief in uh, God's ability to use me uh, because of my quiet demeanor, um, God's ability to speak through me um, because I did not conform to the particular way um, of certain people, uh, God's ability to even speak to me uh, because uh, particular leaders didn't feel like uh, I could hear from the Lord or because they did not walk and operate in the prophetic. And so, uh, of course, this became intimidating to be in the presence of somebody that does. And so these are all the forms of persecution that I experienced. Um, and I feel as though I had to combat that uh, with believing, first of all, in God's plan for my own life and not allowing 
other people's opinions to dictate to God's plan for Yolanda. And I'm just a firm believer that we should never take ownership of opinions that aren't assigned to us. I lift my hands and I say, that ain't mine. <laughs> that does not belong to me. Just because I'm quiet, just because I'm prophetic and you are not, or just because you know me as, oh, this is Brenda's daughter, or this is James Carter, Justin's sister. You know me in these perspective areas, but we have to be in a mindset that when God is propelling somebody and when God does have a different plan for somebody else, especially even within families and friends, that we do not let proximity shift our mindset of people's purpose. Just mm -hmm. because we are familiar and just because we have relationship does not mean that you can look down upon the dreams that God has given me for my life. And I feel as though this is exactly what Joseph experienced. You know, he had these dreams and he shared them and his family did not believe in these dreams because they only saw and referenced him according to that proximity. They allowed that proximity to shift their view of Joseph's purpose, especially in their own life. Yeah. And so I, I love this story of Joseph because he did not allow that to shift his appetite to want more. He did not allow his experience to shift his appetite. And I feel as though this is the mindset that we all need to have to be like, no, I really feel like this moment is working for me. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to take this yeah, moment of being good. in prison. I'm going to allow it to work for me. I'm going to allow this moment of being ostracized to work for me. I'm going to allow this moment of disbelief and people not believing in the dreams that God has given me for my life to work for me. I think a lot of times when people are in disbelief or when people are jealous or when people do reject you, I, I feel as though it's prophetic. I'm like, wow, Lord, who knew that rejection could be prophetic? These yeah. people must see something within me that I didn't even know was there yet. There's, yeah. Oh, it's something about her. I don't know mm -hmm. what it is, but I don't like her. Oh, it's something all right. It's the anointing mm -hmm. God's hand upon my life. Come so on. we have to look at rejection as prophetic. We have to look at jealousy as prophetic. Because it's obvious mm -hmm. that you see where God is trying to take me and shift my life in a whole nother way. And it allowed Joseph to be like, okay, y'all may not believe the dream, but let me tell you. I'm going to keep moving until I get what he showed me. He's already showed me that the sheaves are going to be bowing down. The sun, moon, and stars are going to be bowing down. So I'm not going to let your disbelief discourage me. I'm going to keep moving until I get what he showed me. I'm going to keep worshiping until I get what he showed me. I'm going to keep doing love until I get what he showed me because a lot of people walk away from stuff that don't look like what they dreamed. And that's where we get in the way of our own dreams and pathways that God has for us. We got to stop walking away from stuff that don't look like what we dream. We got to stop letting other people's inconsistencies stifle our investments. Just because you don't see it don't mean that I can't have it. 
Come just on. because you don't think God is doing it for you, don't mean that God ain't doing it for me. Just right. because this ain't my background, don't mean that it won't be my future. Come I on. am hungry for God to blow my mind every single season. And just because you don't see it, just because you don't see the dream, does not mean that God is not shifting it into a reality and so just like joseph we have to be in this mindset that through persecution such as disbelief and people rejecting you and people not believing in the dreams that god has given you we have to stay focused on what god has planned for our lives so that we can stick stick with the plan stick with God's plan. When we try to hold on to our own plan, change looks like a punishment. And it's our mindset to be like, no, God has a bigger plan for me. This is a dream God gave me. And I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. That was good. I wanted to yes. touch on, there was a viewer, um, Tremaine, she said, I struggled with um, this for the for the longest, still healing. This is a word, and so you guys were like really. It was so much stuff. It's always like packed stuff that you guys <laughs> were, were saying. It was I call them golden nuggets. But mm -hmm. the thing is, I wanted to say um, the reason why it's so important that before we walk into anything, because one thing that I've learned, right, um, in my short little journey, I call it in my in my journey, my journey of journeying, I call it. Um, is that we we do a lot of stuff backwards in the body of Christ, right? The Bible says this, to seek ye first the kingdom. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say it again. Seek ye first the kingdom mm -hmm. and all of his righteousness. Seek ye first the kingdom and all of his righteousness, and then everything else will be added. Um, a lot of times what I, what I see in the body of Christ um, is that we try to seek the world first. Like, for instance, even let's talk about it. Like, even in ministry, right, people will be so focused more on the branding aspect, the photo shoot aspect, right? You don't even have no fruits yet. You ain't even stepped in it. You ain't did nothing. You didn't accomplish anything. And it's not so much of not saying to not walk in the door with, like, in excellence. I'm not saying that. But if your focus is more so more, more so on how much you look versus on what you can do, mm. that's not really seeking the kingdom first, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. I really believe that it's works before title, right? Because you are the title. He said, I knew who you were since the day that I created you in your mother's womb, yeah. right? So, re so whether they call you this title or not, your works and your fruits are going to always remain because there's going to be some people, let's just be honest, they will never call you who you are in God. Yeah, they will never. You literally can have fruit of out of this world. They still yeah. will never accept who you are. Some people yeah. are just like that. And watch this: you have to be okay, right? And, and what I wanted to say was, what will help a lot of people is that they seek the kingdom first. The, the when you seek the kingdom first, the first thing when you're seeking the Father, you're seeking relationship. Absolutely right. We have to get to the point, what am I saying? That we are so solid in our foundation of relationship. Why am I saying this? Because if you actually get to the point that you're solid in your relationship, when it comes to the blueprint, you won't stray. A lot of people stray because they never got that first work done. Yeah. Come on, Paul said, I press for the high call. 
right? Yeah. That ain't the high call for the ministry is to actually to be so rooted in the foundation with the father, right? Mm -hmm. That's the high call that we have a relationship for sure, for sure. Come on, because we've been walking around here for so many years and we thought that we were saved that we were never saved because yeah. when you are saved, come on, that means that there was a conversion that has happened. And now you see in Jesus perspective, you live as Christ lived. That's what it means to be a Christian. That's what it means to be a Christ follower. That's what it means to be a kingdom citizen. You are truly converted into who Jesus is, not who he was because he still is. He is still alive, right? Because we treat the Bible like a history book. Some of us need to go and dust that book off. The word is living, right? And yeah. so a lot of us, we get frustrated, right? We, we get upset. We, we go through the motions, right? Because we never went, we never did our first works was to get relationship. Come on, can I remind you of the prophet Enoch who literally walked this earth for 365 years and he lived a life that was pleasing to the father and only prophesied one time. Come on, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. never get a chance to prophesy, prophet. Mm -hmm. And he you knew the most. They call you the title and then now all of a sudden you want to live your life, you know, the way that Christ. No, 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 no. You were supposed to do that before you were called the title because that was your first word. Seek you first the kingdom. Watch this. I hear you, Holy Ghost. You were never promised the title. Mm. Oh, my Come God. On. I feel God. You were never. That wasn't the promise. Mm. Come you on. You never promised any of this that of what we see come on forget all of this stuff because watch this when i first walked into ministry i didn't need none of this i didn't need that i said i don't need to be called a title i didn't need a photo shoot watch this. i didn't do a photo shoot until after a year hmm. after i actually did work mm -hmm. and even watch this it was the holy ghost that had to tell me to go and do it because i still didn't feel the need to do it i still don't feel the need to do it i'm going to be honest I could do without it because watch this. It means nothing to me, right? Now, don't get me wrong because of the fact of the matter that we are in a time where everything now is kind of virtual. So, you know, honestly, let's just be honest. The brain only can focus on 50 minutes. You got to keep people's attention. So this stuff is actually needed because let's just be honest. It's, it's a good thing, right? And it's a bad thing too, but let's don't talk about the bad thing. It's a good thing. Why? Because you get so many people from all over the world who have suffered from this pandemic, which was a crisis, mm -hmm. right? And so now literally they have the time to actually now get themselves together. Some people did do right by this pandemic and, and they actually did build relationships. And so when you are doing this type of thing, even though it's not entertainment, right? Because we don't come on here for entertainment, but people, they want to be entertained because that's what they're used to watch this before they experience conversion people are used to entertainment so you do have to do something that's going to keep the mind and the brain focused right so it's nothing wrong with that i'm not saying no but don't go and do this i do branding for you know a living right but that's an assignment it ain't really a living it's an assignment right but at the end of the day if people actually get solid with the relationship piece when it comes to come on thank you holy goes to the persecution of the blueprint you won't straight. I don't care what people think. Right now, when I first walked into ministry, like, yeah, it was kind of like, you know, you would hear the chatter in the spirit. You would hear the chatter in the natural. You'll see subliminal posts, you know, all this stuff like that. Because honestly, what's coming in the door, people, the church, they want you to prove yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Come on. This is the stigmatism of the church, and this is why the Lord is breaking that system too. Right? And he mm-hmm. shut all these systems down. Right? Because literally the church wants you to prove yourself. Let's see if you really who you say that you are. They did it to Jesus. So come on, they're gonna do it to you too. Mm-hmm. You know, before we actually call you the title. Right? And there's nothing wrong with that because mm-hmm. the Bible says, know those that labor among you. Right? So you you do have to know. But if it's to the point that you're only testing because you want to say, like, well, let me see if she really a prophet. Let me hear how she prophesied. Or let me see mm-hmm. if she could really preach. You know, because that's some people's motives and agendas when it comes to our pages. Right? Well, let mm-hmm. me let me really see. It's not more so that you're coming because you're like, oh, well, she's live. Well, let me go and look. It's more so, well, let me see what she's really doing. Let me see if, if she can, you know. And so the thing is, you know, with coming in the door because of these stigmatisms, a lot of people, and, and I felt Tremaine when she said it, this is why a lot of people are still stuck a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. you have these infiltrators in the body of Christ. I'm going to just call them what they, call them what they are. That's the what it is. Who are signed to the body of Christ. Watch this to make sure that people like Tremaine, you know, that they never walk into who God called them to be, which is their yeah. identity. But I thank yeah. God for the rams and the bushes, right? Thank that the Jesus. Lord literally sends these pushers in the spirit and in the natural, these midwives that make sure literally that these people get the push that they need, that they need, because it's, it's so real. You, you have people who are assigned to the church yeah. that's in the church. That's a part of the church that come to your church every Sunday, that come on mm-hmm. your lives every time that you go live. And their job is to make sure that you stay where you are and you never move past that. And they actually <laughs> want to die. I'm just going to say it because I'm telling you, one. that's it. He comes that's to it. kill, steal and destroy. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, I just wanted to, to say that and we're going to move forward because literally I, I really wanted to stress that because sometimes in the body of Christ, we really do things backwards. We don't seek the kingdom of God first. We seek the world first. We And we try it their way and, and everything that they're doing. And we don't go to God first. And, and I promise you, can I tell you that when you actually seek the, the kingdom of God first in that relationship, he will make you successful in all of your affairs. Yeah, come on. Absolutely. He will make you successful in everything that you touch because literally you you're getting to the point and you're striving because it's a striving thing. Come on. I got to condition myself. We talking about blueprints to actually like because when she was saying people try to come and they try to say, I'm so and this is something that you got to condition yourself to do. People that are watching this is this isn't something that people naturally have because we have free will. You got to condition yourself to be obedient. Mm-hmm. it's a conditioning thing and so mm-hmm. when you literally condition your spirit man to be so in tune and obedient with the father nobody can make you move because can i tell you there's nobody everything that i do is so spirit led even down to the colors the holy spirit tells me everything to everything mm-hmm. every people might say even the co- yeah even the colors yeah, even the colors he tells mm-hmm. me everything to do and i don't derail i'm conditioned i'm like an agent in the spirit i'm so conditioned to my assignment that i don't forfeit because watch this one thing about assignments the holy spirit taught me is when everything that we do is an assignment Mm-hmm. Marriage is an assignment. Friendships are an assignment. Family is an assignment. 
Ministry is an assignment. You just go into the market. Yes, it's an assignment because there is something that's happening there that the Lord needs you to do. And we need to be more conscientious and more spiritless. That's why we got to start praying in the spirit that when we go places, Father, what is it that I'm doing here? What is it that you are in need of me to do? Because you are there on assignment. Come on. You are a spiritual being here, having an earthly experience, but here on assignment, not on vacation. Right? Come on. Get off of those summer breaks. And winter breaks and spring breaks. I know they keep saying breaks, but we are not here on a break. As long as you are living, you are on an assignment. Come on, I need y'all to type it in. Interact. I am on an assignment. I am on an assignment. And what happens is with these assignments, if you forfeit the assignment and you don't do what God said, watch this, the assignment never drops. Come on, let's think about it in a natural perspective. If there's a hit, a hit for somebody's life, and the hitman is not successful, what do they do? They send another hitman because it's an assignment. Yeah. It's an assignment. So it's the same thing in the kingdom of God. When you are in ministry, you're in ministry for an assignment for the Father. It's not for ourselves. We're just the vessel. So yeah, you might see our pictures, but it's because we're the vessel that the Lord is using and highlighting for that assignment. But literally, if we don't fulfill the assignment, he will send another. Let me give yeah. you Bible to back this up. Esther, mm -hmm. come close. Literally, what happened? What did her uncle say? He said, you are in the game. He mm -hmm. said, and if you don't do it, he said, then the Lord will raise up another. Yeah. Because that's mm -hmm. how assignments work. So if the Lord says you're supposed to marry a person, you don't do it, he'll send another. And the Lord says you're supposed to build this thing here and you don't do it, he'll send another. Because it's an assignment. Mm -hmm. yes, come on, do. it's an assignment. And so it's time for the body of Christ. And come on, because we're talking to the women, but there's some men on here too. Thank you so much. But it's time for the body of Christ to really get a kingdom mindset. Come on, that you are here on assignment. I see y'all typing it in. Tremaine said, I am on assignment. HB said, I am on assignment. Jalisa, I am on assignment. Faithful Winter on YouTube. She said, I am on assignment. I see all of you guys typing it in. I am on assignment. Because literally, that is what we're here for. And so we're going to kind of move forward. So how do you deal with persecution in assignments? Come on, this is the Holy Ghost, because that was the next question. How do you deal with it in assignments? Oh, wow. Um, I would definitely say having that mindset that you just said, to know that assignment does not stop being an assignment because you uh, mishandle it. It just goes to someone else. You know, a gift does not stop being a gift because you mishandle it. It just goes to someone else. Um, of course, a prime example is Saul and David. You know, everybody thinks that David was God's first choice and he wasn't. He was God's second choice. Saul was God's first choice and he dropped the ball. And so God turned to David and said, okay, well, I need you to do this because Saul could not show up. And I think a lot of times when we do get upgrades and when we do get assignments, we should be wondering, how did we get this upgrade? How did we get this assignment? Because at the end of the day, somebody's disqualification is another person's upgrade. Somebody's mishandling is another person's assignment. And so we have to have the mindset in the midst of assignments is that everybody is replaceable. 
God is not going to allow your negligence to detour his purpose. He's not going to do it. So if he has to suspend your preference in order to upgrade his purpose, that's exactly what he is going to do because the assignment is at stake, because your purpose is at stake. And when purpose is involved, then ain't nobody's presence off limits. He is going to make sure that the assignment is complete. And I feel like that's the mindset uh, that I have in the midst of, you know, persecution uh, when it comes to assignments. Jesus. Go ahead, Samantha. Yeah. And um, that's so good. That's so good. I would say from my perspective, just because of the type of prophet that I am and um, my passion for relationship and covenant relationships, I do believe in the two-way street. So I believe it's important that when we are dealing with assignments, you identify and also be open-minded to the fact that although you may be assigned to someone, they all they too can be assigned to you. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I think we're so... I don't know if it's an entitlement thing, um, you know, just with, with, with people in the body of Christ in particular, we feel like we've been called. So because we have been called, we are, we are, we're, we're sent to the nation, but there's something that the nation is going to give to us as well. There's something that that relationship is going to give you. If you think about Mary and Elizabeth, of course, Elizabeth was there for the baby to leave and Mary, you know, and Mary, um, went to her to have a safe place to go. But if, if, if both of them did not cooperate in that particular situation, we wouldn't have had sweet baby Jesus. We would not have had him. They both had to cooperate. So assignment is not just, oh, you need me, but I need you too. Because mm -hmm. sometimes the assignment uh, within the assignment that you have, God also wants that person to do something in your life, whether it, you, you're helping them get somewhere, but maybe God is helping you with patience because on the way of you helping them get there, they're getting on your nerves. So God is also working on your patience because you, you're helping them. But your patients need help, too. And iron sharpens iron in that way. And I think we forget about that. We say iron sharpens iron, but we're looking at it from a one-way street. And I have a background in, in um, a lot of people don't know this, but I graduated with biology and chemical science. That's what my bachelor's are in. So I understand the understanding that, you know, you can't destroy or create energy. If it's going one way, it's going to come back the other. So if God has a plan and when you say covenant, you need two people that understand that, yes, in this season, I may be pouring into you and I may be sharpening you and I may have to cut you here and help you with this situation. But on the flip side, when you're healed, God might use the same relationship because it's solid and we have an understanding to prune me as well because I need to develop in certain areas where you now have the capacity to help me develop that. And it's important that you understand. That. And I think even with the relationships, what I ran through with persecution as a prophet is that I'm dealing, okay, let's say I have an apostle or a pastor is some, uh, uh, something of that nature where they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear what you have to say because they think that you're such a child or a babe in Christ, or you don't know what you're seeing in your dreams. They don't, you don't know what you're saying. And, you know, so they don't want to hear what you have to say. And sometimes you have a, these, these, these biblical examples were children. They were like 12, 13, 14 years old going to the nation to speak and say, you know what? I look not at their faces because I still have a message and I'm going to deliver it. Jeremiah still had to speak. You know, he still had to speak. And it's like, we have to remember that the assignment is not about 
our calling in itself. It's not just about us, but you really have to stop and say, okay, God, I see what you want me to do in this friendship. I see what you want me to do in this, uh, in this church for this, this minister, this leader. I see what you want me to do, but Lord, what is it they're going to, they're going to have to pour into me? What is it that they're going to give me? And then you're not looking at it from a place of, I want to be selfish to see what I'm going to get out of it, but more so of Lord, prepare me, prepare my mind, prepare my spirit for me to embrace the pruning in this season for me to embrace what this assignment is going to come along with because yes i still have a price to pay even though i said yes it's not just going to be me chopping blocks and doing karate kicking everybody sometimes i'm going to get kicked too and it's a part of persecution yeah and i think we forget that about assignment so just uh, just in to close that off i think the important thing for me is how i go into every relationship whether it be a romantic a friendship a business or a partnership i always say lord i see what you're calling me to do with this person but do reveal to me what they are called to do for me or in my life so that i can take it and embrace it the way that you want me to work yeah that's good that's good I, I wanted to chime in really fast because when you were talking about the ages um and literally it just you know what what kind of blows my mind um with with the body of christ is i feel like we really don't read our bible right huh? i feel like we really don't read our bible because when you were talking about the age because this is another stigmatism in the body of christ like and this and this is it's crazy to me because i keep saying this we we ascribe to a religion but we don't follow the model we don't model the model and we don't follow the model i'm gonna keep saying that probably to the day that i die because as long as i see it i'm going to say it because it's so true because it's so true because daniel and, and all of these prophets they were young boys, mm -hmm. 14, 15, 16 years old. And, and literally these people were, were going out and doing these assignments, right? Mm -hmm. They were young. And, and what kills me is, you know, that the fact of the matter, but this is the other thing too. They were young with maturation, right? Because, and, and come on, they only go, because there's a difference. Cause I don't want somebody to take it and run with it. They think because now, Oh, she said, because we're young, right. But you're not mature in the spirit because this mm -hmm. is, there's a difference. Like for instance, with Samuel and Eli, Eli was with Samuel since he was a little boy. So that means that there was some cultivating that was happening from, mm -hmm. her, you know, going up to his manhood, however old he was when he first was released that's not really happening right because can we talk about the homes for a second right mm -hmm. a lot of us come come from broken homes right and even if the fact that somebody came in with two parents and stuff like that that doesn't mean that you came with two parents that was saved and you know whatever holy ghost field or whatever the case may have been and so the cultivation watch this for a lot of people was not there so when we say that these these um young men these prophets were prophesying with maturation it was because they were being groomed right mm -hmm. and so watch this when the lord had i think he only goes when there's an assignment and when you're chosen to do something the lord will put those people in position to make sure that you get what you need for when you get there come on mm -hmm. this is why literally eli was with samuel come on read your bible mm -hmm. he had parents Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. there must is it's an indicator that maybe his parents couldn't give him what he needed to walk into who God was calling him to be, right? And this is why we have covenant keepers. Come on, Samuel and mm -hmm. Eli, uh, Dan, uh, David and um, 
and and Samuel and Elijah mm -hmm. and Elisha, right? These covenant keepers, yeah. right? Um, mm -hmm. Even Timothy and Paul, you know, because Paul, some of yeah. spiritual parents. Kate Taylor's coming on now. And so um, literally, this is why we have these type of people that are in position to help with our call to our cultivation and our grooming. So literally when we get there, so when I say that they were prophesying young, it's important to know they were prophesying under maturation. They were mature in the spirit because there's a lot of people and it ain't go tell me. I know some old people that's not mature in the spirit. And I don't mean to say old people in that genre oh. but there's some older people in the body of christ who are immature in the natural and in the spirit and watch this if you're immature in the natural you're immature in the spirit because as it is in heaven so should it be on earth everything yep. happens in the spirit first before it transcends yeah. the natural absolutely and so if you're immature in the natural of uh, 10 times out of 10 you're immature in the spirit mm -hmm. there's no way around it Period. i want to say like no girl no and i gotta say yes girl yes if yes girl definitely yes immature in the spirit too it, it's a rollover and so literally mm -hmm. um that part is important but for the ones who have reached the maturation right and they are mature in the spirit this is another thing that i have with with some leaders because when you said that you you go to some leaders and it's not to bash the leaders that you went to but i'm speaking to leaders in general and yeah. i'm meant to do that that is a part of my assignment right so i can release how i release because the lord tells me to release what i release but i'm concerned mm -hmm. because the concern is do you fall under the scripture when it says that my sheep knows my voice because my thing mm -hmm. is forget the age do you know the sound of christ mm-hmm mm -hmm not the person mm -hmm. he said mm -hmm. my sheep knows my voice mm -hmm. so when we speak come on he speaks from eternity so we're speaking yeah. with the spirit of christ right we're speaking mm -hmm. with the spirit of truth so if we're really under the guise of the holy ghost and the holy spirit when we speak if you have relationship enough that you're sensitive enough to the holy spirit and you're you know you condition your spirit man to know his voice watch this it doesn't matter who it comes from you'll hear mm -hmm. him not mm -hmm. them absolutely Taylor, yeah thank you so much for coming on too hey, i'm sorry i'm late <laughs> so we're kind of i know you're just chiming in we're talking about the persecution of the prophet you could kind of chime in and, and let us know what were some things that like coming into your um well, well let's we're talking about assignments right now some persecution that you may go through like in assignments or on assignments yeah all right listen y'all y'all really starting off this, <laughs> is this where y'all started <laughs> <laughs> I just came from talking about what we doing wrong with money right on into person, you know, listen, um, so I think um, for myself in terms of persecution, um, I think more of what I've gone through has been, um, uh, how can I put this? It haven't experienced persecution from people, but it's been the natural persecution that's supposed to come from the enemy as a result of the call, right? Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think, and I know that, right, being naturally, I'm a, I'm a therapist, right? And so I'm dealing with the minds of people. Um, I naturally am attacked in my mind the most. And so mm -hmm. the persecution that I've experienced has either been for myself as a result of being too hard on myself and not giving myself grace in the process of maturation in ministry, or it's been from the enemy, um, 
um, making me believe that I'm not qualified enough, that I'm not worthy enough as a result of the history that I have. So um, I have a history of molestation and lust and perversion. And so for years I was silent about the things that I'd endured because I didn't think that people would be able to handle my history because of, I was a church baby. I still am on, you know, I grew up on the pew, right? I've been, I have been over probably every auxiliary in the church. I've probably been over it, right? Still doing eight things to this day, right? And so as a result of that, there was a certain um, identity that was created by other people for me, which made me believe that I could not use my mouth about the things that I struggled with. So the persecution either came internally through shame and condemnation, or it came through the struggle um, and, and the attack of the enemy to make sure that I never got to the place of freedom, because if I did, it would release me to be who God had created mm -hmm. me earth, right? I haven't necessarily at this point experienced the typical persecution that, you know, sometimes we think of. It's really been me talking to me um, and, and me having to really give myself grace and allow God to deliver me within myself so that the enemy, no matter what he says, it doesn't dictate what I allow myself to be able to do through him. Yeah. And you know, that's so good, um, Taylor, that you, you, you started off with that not so much started off because you because you just came in so you started off with that but I, I i believe and i know this to be a fact that all prophets battle in their mind yeah 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 absolutely. that's when the lord speaks to us the most yeah right so we battle a lot when it comes to our mind and it's so crazy because as prophets watch this we could prophesy so easily Listen. and believe it for them. Believe. But when the Lord tells us something for us, struggle. Like, oh God, how did? Uh, I don't. Why are you really able? Right. Right. And it's because the Lord speaks us and everything. Watch this. Can I say that everything happens in our mind? All the voices yeah. that we hear, because I teach my students like when, like the first stages of like um hearing the voices and with the prophetic there's the voice of the lord right and then there's the voice of yourself which sounds really mm -hmm. logical right the voice of the lord is, is like kind of ease it sounds with ease right um the voice of yourself is really logical then it's the voice of the enemy mm -hmm. and it's aggressive yeah right? it's, it's important because this is the prophet's cafe so we could talk with this lingo here um it's important that all prophets in the beginning of their prophetic journey that they really take the time to learn to discern the voices yeah. 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 Thing is, yeah. too, people can prophesy out of error, right? If they don't understand the difference of the voices, you know, and it's a sensory thing, too. At mm -hmm. the same time, it's prophetic sensory. It's a sensory thing that comes with it, you know, how you're feeling, right? Because, and this stuff has, has to be taught, right? Because I'm going to be honest, a lot of people, because people used to say, well, you can't teach people how to prophesy. You know, you don't teach them how to prophesy, but you can teach them prophetic sensory. Yeah. yeah. Right. And this mm -hmm. stuff is being done. Like we have people, I know people literally in the ministry that are doing that right now. They have a live called prophetic sensory. And that is so important because watch this. There has to be a cultivation of your gift. 
right now there are some people like i know when i first walked into ministry the holy spirit was my teacher he didn't allow anybody to teach mm, yeah right yeah. now yeah now, and that was the beginning now as i i got to like a solid relationship and foundation with him and you know i, I went through the little test that we went through in our own personal time and, and i was passing them i guess in the lord's eyes right then he started to send the teachers then he started to send the covenant keepers in a season to teach me what it was that I needed to walk into my neck so that I could get out of now. Right yeah. now, I still so say good. that relationship piece, it has to have, I got to stress it enough, type that in the comments. Yeah. I need a relationship for real this time. Yeah, mm, that's good. Time. It has to yeah. be for real For real. Time. Because there are a lot of people, can I say this? Because I feel God, that are stuck in now and cannot go into next because literally they have not built that relationship aspect they have not built that component and they're they're frustrated because watch this there's so much the lord said this last year he said that he was releasing capacities yeah. he said i'm releasing capacities in the earth this was this word was for 2021 but he said i'm looking for clean pipes people Come who on. are not full of themselves but want to be full of me what does a pipe do first of all a pipe is always empty right mm -hmm. the job of the pipe i feel god is supposed to be empty so that when the water yeah, comes down well. it can go through yeah mm -hmm. right the water is jesus it's the it's, it's jesus it's from heaven yeah. right and literally he's the living water the bible says and your job is supposed to be an empty pipe but we clog mm -hmm. our pipes up so much because literally we want to do what we want to do right how many people actually listen to the father when he said last year at the end of the year throw your agenda away for 2021 a lot mm. of people are trying to figure out why they're not being used in this season of 2021 is because their pipes are clogged <laughs> you, you yeah. got your own assignments in here you have mm. a whole schedule how mm. when you mm. operate under the holy spirit you have no schedule because why literally we're in realms right earth troposphere it's a realm right mm -hmm. every realm literally is, is is occupied by darkness but is waiting for light yeah yeah mm -hmm. come on there's That's occupancies it. all over this world right but darkness is sitting in them because there's no light mm -hmm. so when you are a light bearer right mm -hmm. you're just waiting we're agents right we're, we're kingdom citizens right we're working in the palace we're waiting for work Mm. you're waiting for work and even if you're walking in the ministry because i say well i'm already in the ministry yes but still at the same time the lord watch this holy ghost help me some people are trying to figure out how come the same people are being used because they're empty yeah <laughs> they're come empty. on they're empty yeah they're empty yeah they're empty mm -hmm. they're in i gotta say it again they're empty mm-hmm they're empty and so because they're empty watch this when when what the doesn't say when the bathroom is not it, it says vacant mm. right mm -hmm. when nobody's in there it's vacant. yeah and because literally this person is sitting there waiting for it to be holy Ghost come on me, to be occupied for something to come in this is why and what happens that's when you can use the bathroom so that's mm. when you can be used we got to be empty the Lord mm -hmm. said, throw your agenda away, 2021. Come on, Come you on. still have time. It's six months. Still have time. Still have you time. Still have time. Because somebody mm -hmm. is dealing, I hear you, with the time. 
Like you like, mm-hmm. man, no, 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 you still had time. And watch this. Can I tell you that God is the redeemer of time? That yeah. if you slowed yourself up, that when you actually walk into obedience in alignment, that he will redeem the time. Yes, Come on, you're looking at a person who the Lord literally redeemed the time. Mm-hmm. And he will yeah. put you, oh my God, where you were supposed to be 20 years ago. Yeah. Because Taylor said it. And I think Yolanda kind of said something too earlier. We want to move on. That literally, when I came into ministry, we talk about the persecution. I suffered with the lost time, right? Because I was a Christian. I grew up as a Christian, um, born in the church. I was like you, Taylor. I, I did everything in yeah. the church, right? Then I left. The Holy. I was like in search for the truth. I was like trying to figure out who was God calling me to be. Nobody can answer me in my church, right? I grew up in the back. <laughs> Nobody could answer me. It was different demonic things that was happening. And I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Nobody could answer me. And it caused me to go and search for the truth. Now, I didn't just leave church like how some people just left the church. They they didn't want to be in church. No, I wanted to find out the truth. Yeah. And it Mm -hmm. caused me to go on the journey to figure out the truth. And I ended up in the religion of Islam. Right? So I was there for like 13 years. Y'all know my testimony. Lived overseas. Don't girls pray. They know my testimony. You know, came back. And then when the Lord was calling me, and I didn't know he was calling me five years before the time, he had to bring me out of the religion. He brought me out through pain because I thought I was going to die there. I was like, I'm going to be part of this religion the day that I die. I was persecuted Christian. I was so bad to the point I could use your word against you and have you walk away confused as to what you believe. Wow. Right? Mm. Because I was always mm. a student of knowledge. I was always seeking yeah. the truth. Right? Mm-hmm. And the, the Islam that I practice, I happen to be a part of the sect or they say denominations, you know, that practice Old Testament. So I was skilled in the old scriptures. Mm. Right? Which the body of Christ, because they want to just operate in grace. Don't get me wrong. We know Jesus came to break the law, but we still have to eat the whole scroll. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah. the Bible. We had to take the whole Bible. If mm-hmm. that was the case, you know, the Bible mm-hmm. would not be compiled into one book. They would just have separated. Jesus could have just made it that we only had the New Testament and that was it. So we still, we have those stories. Watch this. Ah, thank you, Holy Ghost. Because somebody said, well, why do you have the Old Testament? They're reminders of where you don't want to be. But then there was some stories that you needed. Come on, can yeah. I tell mm-hmm. you that there's some batons in the Old Testament that Absolutely. you need? Mm-hmm. That you need. And so literally, what am I saying? That when I came back to Christianity and the Lord started to call me, I was like so hard on myself because I was like, man, I wasted so much time. I was away for 13 years. I, I could have been so much further. I could have been doing so much more. Then I was battling with this. Come on. Who's going to listen to me? Right? Mm-hmm. Who's going to listen to it? I've been away. What do I know? Y'all been in church for all these years, and I'm just coming back around. What do I really know about your religion? Yeah. I don't know your scriptures. Mm-hmm. Come on. I only know the Quran. I don't even speak English no more. Right? I'm only speaking out of it. What do I know? Right? So I'm like, God, who's going to listen to me? Right? Who's going to listen to me? That was the battle. So I can relate to you so much. Who's going to listen to me? Right? It it wasn't even so much of the thing of, watch this, of living a certain lifestyle because I was so institutionalized and possessed with the spirit of religion. I didn't Mm. even live a lifestyle of sin when I practiced Islam. Yeah. I promise you, as an adult, I've only been in two relationships. I was married my whole adulthood. 
Wow. Right? And the relationships wasn't even long. Right? One of them was two years. And then that was that was to derail me because that happened right before I walked into my car. And watch this. The Lord stripped me while in the relationship. I was living in the same house. Mm. And the Lord was calling me. And watch mm. this. I'm going to tell you because I wanted God so bad. And I, I was in a place literally because I told you I was always seeking truth. I left him even in, in the house. Mm. We were still living together and sleeping in separate quarters because the house was so big, it was like 5,000 square feet. We were sleeping in separate quarters because I said, you can't touch me anymore. Mm. Come on. I'm trying to tell you because somebody is trying to, I, I, somebody is like, you know, I can't get, no, when you want him, when you truly want him, come on, it doesn't mm. matter what's around you. And watch this, when God truly wants you, he don't care who you're with, where you're at, and what you're doing, he's coming to get you, even if it's from hell. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I had to say that because I, I feel we, we just went into another measure. I don't know if you feel it, but we just yeah. went into another measure. There's healing and deliverance that's happening right now in the lives of the people that's going on, that's watching right now, literally, because there are some people that are looking at their situations and they're saying, how can God use me? Yeah. And can I just mm -hmm. really say it starts with a decision? Yeah. It starts with a decision, you know? And so huh, I feel God. I really do. Mm. I, look, I'm seeing tears because it, I feel the healing and deliverance yeah. that's mm. happening right now. There's liberation, um, mm -hmm. literally, that's happening right now. Yeah, she said she was in a religion almost 20 years. Yeah, and, and it's so true. And it's the spirit of bondage. And literally, mm -hmm. that the spirit of bondage, people don't understand. Because we, we do healing and deliverance so wrong too, right? That's another lie for another day. But the spirit of bondage is is, is a, it's the strongest principality because this spirit is assigned to make sure that every other spirit that's in you never come out. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when yep. we say we carry the breaker's anointing, man, hmm. can I tell you how much I had to pay for that? Listen. Hmm. How much literally, and I'm pretty sure some of you ladies carry it too, hmm. but how much you really had to pay with your life. Yeah. Because when you're breaking stuff off of people in the name of Jesus, man, the enemy, I'm trying to tell you, he, he does not like that. He doesn't. He does not mm -hmm. like that. And so, you know, and that's why it's just so important. I, 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 I those girls pray is really built on this one thing, conversion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, and relationship literally is what causes conversion because people literally, they will say like, well, I have a relationship, but have you been converted? Have you been converted? You know, and, and now is the time. Come on, type it in the comments. Now is the time because if we're not seeing it, and I know people, they, they people are more afraid than, than they are of, of anything else, but we are literally in the end times. I know it sounds cliche, I know it sounds old school, but we are. Mm -hmm. We are in the end times. And literally what's happening right now, I feel God, what's happening right now is the Lord is putting people in position to get the people together that's a part of his church. His church. Mm -hmm. That's why the separation is happening. Mm -hmm. Because he's getting the people together. He's getting them ready. He's putting people in position. Go he, he, it's a cluster effect that's happening in different regions 
all over the world. And he's saying, listen, watch this. Because somebody was, I think Yolanda was talking about this earlier when um, she was saying it could be something new. And it is. It's a new sound. Mm-hmm. It's a new sound. But watch mm-hmm. this. It's not new because it's really the ancient. But it's new to people because watch this. They never even knew the sound. Hmm. So that's mm-hmm. why it's a new sound. Because literally, you never even knew the old sound. Mm-hmm. It's the same yeah. sound, but it's a new sound to you. That's why it's a new sound. Go ahead, you mm-hmm. ladies chime in, because I can talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just I wanna because you talked about being emptied out, right? And I, I, people don't know really what that means, mm-hmm. and um. And I've been doing this a lot during the pandemic. God opened up a door for me to start doing a lot of therapeutic work with prophets, specifically. Like, I would show up like, wait a minute, all y'all are prophets? This was a regular workshop. And what God began to deal with me about is that as a therapist, what I focus on trauma. and and, And it's impossible for you to prophesy from a pure place when your lens is still distorted by trauma, right? And what is trauma? Trauma is anything that impacts how you see yourself, how you see God, how you see the world, plain and simple, right? Which means that there's a lot of stuff that happens to us in life that will impact those different things, right? And so when we're not healed, when we don't go through the process of deliverance, what we're doing is we are filtering heaven's language through that, which means that it's going to now be, it's going to be tainted because it's not from a pure place, right? And so for many of you, like, like he said, I literally feel the, the anointing for healing and deliverance. A lot of you really need to take time and you need to really allow God to unpack the things that you put to the side in your heart. You really need to allow God through a therapist for some of you, through pastoral care. I don't care how it happens, but you need to sit down and deal with your soul because if you don't deal with the things that are that are tainting your soul you're never going to be used the way that you want to be used you want a platform but your pain is still dictating who you're willing to minister to right yeah. and that's gonna, and you can't do that because god is going to call you to whoever he wants to call you to right so uh, we really got to take time and we should have taken time in this last year as oh soon as everything put brought us in what happened was it was what we all felt the tension of is confrontation because it was us and our thoughts mm-hmm. it was us and our memories it was us and the stories of our past and so if you haven't had time if you have not had time to uh if you haven't had time to begin to deal with those things and to come into a place of wholeness then you're going to be behind right yeah. and you know like she said god is able to accelerate the time he's able to redeem the time which means that if you are intentional in this moment and decide to do the hard work what is really difficult will become easy so that you can catch up and i just want to encourage you all to please do not ignore the things that you have put in the bag. Do not ignore the things that you've tried to suppress. I even challenge you to ask God to bring stuff back to your remembrance that you forgot. 
so that you can be healed and so that it can no longer be the filter of what you've been operating in. Um, it, it'll literally change your life. It will literally change your life. To, I don't care if you're not a prophet. If you are a person, you need to process the pain so that you're able to be used by God in whatever capacity he wants to use you in. Uh -huh. That's good. Can I That's say that that was, that was so good? Yeah, that was, that was so good, so and, good. and it, was, it was so needed. Um, anybody yeah. else want to chime in? Because I, we're going to have to do a part two. <laughs> because this is it's just like too packed and 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 too full. We got it. We're gonna have to do a part two next week because I don't I don't want to like abuse you guys. See, like here, mm -hmm. see, they're used to being here with us this long. Like literally, they stay on here with us for hours because they know when the downloads is coming and the pour is coming, people be like, listen, we already know how it goes here. But I don't want to abuse y'all of y'all time. Um, I'm not going to even hold y'all. Um, all night it. here with us because y'all be like, are we not going back here because they kept us there all night long. Um, and, and That's I a good question. Wanna, you know, literally, yeah. somebody had a question? Yeah. Um, How did it free from the spirit of rejection when it was formed and seed for birth? My mother was going to abort me and that's the root of my rejection in my life. And Erica, you are so correct too. Um, because a lot of people, and we talked about this here on the Prophet's Cafe too, I think like a couple weeks ago, of even when we were talking about the spirit of um, homosexuality, and a lot yeah. of people don't know this, of how that actually comes in at birth. We will say that they were born this way is actually true because your mother or your father, maybe your mother, when they were pregnant with you, when they found out that they was having an opposite gender, they said, I actually wanted this. And so people don't understand that these word curses literally now hmm. that they're planted. And when people come out, the wound, some people, not everybody, everything is situational, right? That a lot of people that do say, like, I was born this way. It was true because there was a word curse that was not broken, right? And so that's why we got to be so, so careful with what we're saying. And so Erica... Even with yourself, though, that is definitely possible um, to get rid of the spirit of rejection. And, and that means that because, first of all, because you actually know the root of where it actually came from. First of all, that was the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. Because literally he's showing you where the root is. So now that you have to break it in the spirit. So that means literally you have to announce it now. Right. You have to say it because sometimes some people think by thinking things that that's why that's a way of getting you free. No. What you have to do is release your sound. The enemy mm -hmm. is afraid of your sound, your right? Voice, He's yeah. not afraid of what you know. He's not afraid of what you think. He's afraid of your sound. There's a, there's a sound, right? And we carry the sound of heaven. And literally when you release your sound, spiritual says sound creates movement. There's a movement. Can I tell you, you'll release angels on your behalf. The Lord will release them to literally to fight on your behalf. And so literally now that you know what this spirit is and the root of where it came from, now all you have to do is break it in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And uh, it ain't nothing deep. You ain't got to say nothing spooky, you know, but you can just literally just say, you know, I am not rejected, right? And if that, and, if, and honestly, too, watch this, because let me give you clear instructions, because as prophets, we give clear instructions. Ask the Holy Spirit also, too, what is it that you want me to do? Because it could be situational, right? He may say to go on a, a, a fast, because the Bible says that these things come by prayer and fasting, right? I know, for instance, from myself. When um, I, before I walked into ministry, those were the two spirits that were laying dormant. It was um, abandonment and rejection. 
How did I figure this out? It was just like you. I actually went on a fast, right? And I did the fast of Esther, no food or drink for like three days. And literally the Holy Spirit sent me, watch this, nothing deep, a YouTube video. And I watched the YouTube video and it was on breaking soul ties. And I figured out literally that I had um, the spirit of abandonment and rejection and it was dormant. I too, mine came in from my childhood. My mother passed when I was seven months and that's where it came from, right? And from there, watch this. I literally, the Holy Spirit had me to go into prayer. I was on my face for like three days. And I said, God, I'm not getting up until you heal me. Because it starts with a decision, right? But can I also tell you this? Because I, I really believe in really teaching in the spirit of the teacher that God also leaves a little bit of rejection to keep you close to him. So you'll never be fully delivered from the spirit of rejection. Now you'll be delivered from like the essence of it. Like you right, won't and have no legal rights. Right, exactly. But there will be sometimes a little bit. And, and the Lord leaves it, leaves it, especially in prophets, because that's the way that he keeps us close to him. So as yeah. soon as we get comfortable, he'll be like, oh, let me get that thorn out and prick you. And then the people may reject you. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to um, be clear with that. Um, and they do ask questions here, guys. So if you see the question, just let us know. Anybody else wanted to chime in? Um. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll just say... I'll just say this, um, you know, you know, Taylor mentioned a lot about, you know, getting to that place of identifying where you need to heal. But again, y'all know me, I'm all about covenant. And I do believe that, you know, because you mentioned this earlier um, that, you know, even God worked on you, he worked on you, he got you to a certain point, And then he started sending the teachers, then he started sending the people. So open, you know, make sure you're, you're also praying for the strength for the, the continual process of being right. pruned and, 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 gra and, and grafted into where God is taking you. And he's going to use people eventually. I know that you, you, you're you trying to heal, but understand that people are going to come at the end of this, you know? Mm -hmm. So start preparing in the process that, Lord, you're working on me in this isolated place, or let me not say isolation, but let's say incubation. You're in the incubator and he's, he's preparing you, but also prepare your spirit for the people that he's going to send into your life to continue to elevate you as a prophet and where he's taking you because relationship covenant that's it I'm Sam, did you are you froze? Oh, she might have froze. I'm like, uh, because I'm like, Sam, okay, you just stop like that. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. <laughs> are you there? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, what is, what is happening here? The only other thing I would say is um so rejection will it in your it shows up as a stronghold in your mind because it has become a narrative. Right. So you're going to the practical work for you from day to day. Um, you're I need you to investigate your thought life mm -hmm. and begin to tear down those thoughts by erecting new ones that are um, rooted in the word of God. Right. There is a word that will support the fact that you are accepted by one of the things that I love about um 
Jesus and the day that he was baptized <laughs> is that on the day that he was baptized, um, the father said that this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. He had not yet done anything. He had yet done a, a miracle, a work. Uh, well, technically he did when he was 12, but you know what I mean? He really had not done the true ministry that we think of when we think about Jesus, right? Which means that his acceptance was not predicated off of what he was going to do, but who he was, which was a son, right? And so as a daughter, our position is that we are accepted by him. Um, and so we have to really, really deal with our thought life so that we're able to maintain, like Sam said, maintain the deliverance that happened in a moment. Because if you don't deal with, if you don't continue what happened in a moment, you will find yourself falling back into the cycles that you were in before because you need tools to keep it going, right? Um, so if, if, if you are somebody that deals with rejection and it really shows up in your mind, start to investigate your thoughts, write those thoughts down in your moment of sobriety, go back to the thought and look at it and say, listen, is this a thought that I would tell myself? Is this a thought that I would, if, if my girlfriend told me that she was saying, thinking this, would I be like, yeah, girl, think that about yourself? Cause that's going to help you. Cause in certain moments it may seem like, because it's become normal, like that's a thought that you should keep, but you need to take yourself away from the thought in a moment of sobriety to really look at it and be able to judge and discern. And when you realize that it's not a thought, it's a thought of rejection, not a thought of God, then you can tear the thought down by on the other side of that piece of paper, writing a thought that is rooted in his word and begin to declare that over yourself until the stronghold is broken. Yeah. And that's so important that you said that because what a lot of people don't understand is you have to send God's word back to him. Yeah. Right. And you also mm -hmm. have to send the word to the enemy as well, because that's what backs the enemy up. It's not so much that, you know, we like, oh, yes, God. And da, 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 da. it's like, OK, you're praying, but you're also using scripture to back him up because that's what he responds to he responds to the word of the lord not the words of ourselves yeah right and so that is so important because we got to get back to the basics of like i know this sounds like so corny but memorizing scripture we don't memorize scripture anymore right and a lot of people they are being beat up in seasons because literally like when they're praying they're like but i'm praying and nothing is working but you're not backing up with the word of the lord and honestly we we should be at a point that we're praying in the spirit as well because honestly when you yeah. pray in english the enemy is able to decode yeah. what that you're saying and when you pray in the spirit he cannot decode what it is that you're saying because literally praying in the spirit is only communication with the father and so it's time for the body of christ to really bump it up um, in this season, to be honest, like, you know, playing small is played out. I mean, I'm so played out. I hear it. Okay. Playing small is played out. Like doing the, 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 the regular and the bare minimum is, is really not going to get us anywhere because the enemy has really turned up the notch of heat literally on the church. He's been has doing it, but because he know his time is running out, he's doing it the more. And so it's so important, but guys, we gonna end. Uh, we gotta do a part two because it's it's too much um, to try to jam pack in here on tonight. And it's it's like so many good things that's that's like really happening and what's being said. And so we're gonna have to do like a part two. We're gonna get together and um, see if we could come back next week if you guys are able and do like a part two. And we'll have our other um, our co uh, hosts on here as well. So it'd be like a guys and girls. Um, type of panel, which would be good because then it'd be balanced too. Yeah. You know, at the same time, not saying it's imbalanced. The Lord
Lord said yeah. that he needed a ladies' night. So anytime when the Holy Spirit reveals something, it's because there's a need. So there was yeah. a need for the women on tonight. Um, because I know sometimes people do podcasts and they just do like what they think. But literally, it was supposed to be me and the co-host, and literally the Lord said, No, I need a ladies' night because there is a need and so i moved by the holy spirit and i was like all right guys y'all gonna have to sit this one out tonight because the lord said that there's a need and i said that he highlighted you guys literally and said these were the people that i wanted and so i'm, I'm excited about what happened here on tonight and everything that has happened and the sound was released i was telling um samantha and uh, Yolanda earlier, I said, I don't know exactly what the Lord wants to do, but there's a sound that he wants to release. And I said, towards the mid end, I then I said, I said, it's one of the things that's going to happen. Uh, because you, that, that's, that's another thing. When you really build relationships, you start to learn the patterns of God, like how it's going to move. Like, and it's so crazy. This is like off the topic and we're closing, but I was like having like a moment um, yesterday because we just said it the Lord's not going to fully deliver us 100% he'll leave a little bit and I was having like a spirit of loneliness mm, right? and I yeah. was like man like I'm just like so lonely in this season I'm like God what is this and it came on me like heavy right and I'm in the car driving and I'm kind of crying I'm just talking to the father right and and, and, and I'm just going to be honest because prophets prophets walk alone and even if we were in, in marriages, you still would kind of feel alone just a little bit because your journey is kind of, it's kind of different from even your partner. Yeah. Right? And so literally, um, and it has to be like that because still at the end of the day, like you still have an assignment. Everybody has an assignment. You yeah. To get married, it becomes like one assignment, but still you have little assignments outside yeah. of, you know, the covenant. Mm-hmm. And so I just was like, man, like I was just feeling like, you know, just like a spirit of loneliness. And then I'm talking to the Lord. And then all of a sudden he just dumps on me a project. And I was like, he said, oh, you said you was lonely, right? You're going to have like, something to do now. Right. <laughs> and I said, Jesus, because he was riding my back. And I had so many assignments that I had to like finish by Friday. And God said, you, you felt like this. Now I responded. <laughs> you, know, but you know, the one thing that I will say this. And closing of the importance of of why I, I just want to encourage somebody with the relationship that this keep on it because when you actually when you show yourself to be true to the father can i tell you that he honors your thoughts yes he does he honors your tears mm-hmm. um and so literally when you do have those moments it's like literally like he he sends his comforter like and, and there will be times he will come and comfort you himself yeah. right because of the fact of the matter it's like i i could not ever leave you or forsake you and you're risking your life for me and we don't have to because watch this god gave us free will mm-hmm. let's just be honest he gave us free will so we don't have to walk in and do what it is and he don't have to even comfort us if he didn't want to but he cares about us that much yeah so i just love my daddy because it's like literally like he he will do that for me like when i have those moments and i'm, I'm feeling like this overwhelming he'll just come and then he'll be like listen you know and he he rescues you so that's just so dope to me um so i'm excited about this so guys listen before we actually close out here on tonight we have been sewing um to we don't sew like take money for dope girls pray but we always tell people and we've been telling them for the last month to sew into the poor but there's a project that's happening here in new jersey where i'm residing in 
And so literally they're raising um, money for a campaign because they're building a campus called the Arrival Campus. And it's going to be a campus dedicated to the fivefold domain uh, for the body of Christ for people all over the world. It's not just for the state of New Jersey, um, but it's for people all over. So we are asking the people to sow into the Arrival Project, to sow into the Arrival Project. The Cash App is up here for the Arrival Project. Um, if anybody needs PayPal, you can inbox me and I'll send you the PayPal information. Guys, we are very, very, very close to getting the money that is needed. It was $100,000 um, and they're down to like in the 60s right now. So there's so much more that's needed. But I believe in this project and it's the assignment um, that the apostle is doing here in this region. So I'm asking you guys, because we don't ask you guys for anything. We always have to sow to the poor, but to sow into this project. This is something that heaven has ordained, stamped and sealed. Um, I believe God in what it is that he's doing. And I believe God just for the vision, because I'm a spirit led person and I know sounds from heaven and there is a sound as it pertains to that. So guys, we're just asking for you to sow on tonight into the arrival project. So your best seed, whatever seed um, that you can sow into the campus, and it will be so greatly appreciated. Um, other than that, we're going to end out. So, Yolanda, I'm going to ask you to sow. I'll keep up the information. Thank you, Christina. If you guys are planning on sowing, if you could just put a green check in the um, comment section for me, that is so greatly appreciated. And, and listen, so according to your faith, we're not asking you for a specific size of a seed. So whatever the Holy Spirit, that's biblical, that you sow with the Holy Spirit leads you to sow um, and do it that way. So we greatly appreciate um, you guys for sowing in tonight um, for this, this project and this assignment. So Yolanda, we're going to have you close us out in prayer and then we're going to be ending. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we love you. We glorify you. We bless your name. We thank you, oh God, just for how you work. We thank you for being the masterful strategist. We thank you, oh God, for even shifting our schedules tonight, Lord, so that we could actually be on time, on time to hear your word, on time to hear your voice, on time to hear your command, and how you brought healing and deliverance on tonight. God, we thank you right now for even how you are moving in this yet season. And we ask that you continue to cover us, our ear gates, our eye gates, Lord, so that we do not miss you, O oh Lord. We ask right now that even as we leave this place tonight, that you rest within our spirits and our hearts so that we can be continually focused on the plan that you have for us to be who you have called us to be. Allow us to stand flat-footed in the midst of deliverance and healing and actually walk this thing out, Lord. God, we thank you right now just for who you are, God, because we know there is nothing wrong with you and there is nobody like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Listen, listen, thank you guys for your seeds on tonight for everybody that is continuing to sow again. You're going to sow it into the cash at the arrival project, the arrival project. And before we go, so if you guys want to catch any of our audio replays, you can find us on the following audio platforms. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify. You can find us on Pandora Radio. 
You can also find us on iHeartRadio and you can find us on Anchor FM, Anchor FM. And so guys, listen, we thank you, thank you, thank you so much literally for tuning in on tonight. Thank you for guys, you guys been on here for an hour and 56 minutes and 18 seconds. Listen, I'm proud of you guys. All of you that are still here are the remnant and you are the ones that the Lord wanted to release and to speak to on tonight. So guys, we thank you, thank you, thank you again, ladies. I thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, taking your time out on tonight literally after assignments and really coming on here and pouring and giving god your best it's so appreciated may your houses be full and never empty guys remember dope girls do friends Ooh.